pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. A five-year-old little girl on her way to school, walking alone, but school was only a few blocks away. What could go wrong? Right? A lot. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. What happened to Anne? First of all, take a listen to this. Two days after... She went missing. Two days and just two miles from her family's home, Pham's little body was found. As fate would have it, Sergeant Matthew Doza, who is helping lead this case, is the son of one of the Army CID investigators who stumbled on the child's body off of what is now South Boundary Road. That a couple of years ago, we opened this case and we examined every single report. We examined every item of evidence and have since partnered with the District Attorney's Office Cold Case Unit, and they are running 
continuing uh, with this case and following up on every lead, every piece of information, every bit of evidence. FAM's uh, case is one where looking at all the DNA can bring closure and justice to victims' families. Here we're just hearing our friends at KION 46. How can there be a five-year-old little girl that goes missing, her body found, murdered, and sex assaulted, and yet no arrest? Again, thank you for being with us here at Crime Stories on Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111 with me and all start panel to make sense of what we know right now in the disappearance and death, murder of a five-year-old little girl walking to kindergarten. First of all, to Scott Rates, News Director, Anchor KION 46. Scott, five years old. I guess I should throw this to our shrink, Karen Stark, but to you, what horrible devil walking amongst us would snatch a five-year-old little girl, this beautiful, she looks like a china doll, off the side of the street, walking to school on a rainy California morning, murder her and sex assault her. Tell me what happened that morning. You know, it was just, it was a regular morning walking to school. Highland Elementary School in Seaside. Seaside's just just slightly north of Monterey, California, and uh, she wouldn't make it. And um, you know, it, it was the, the community at the time was shocked. There wasn't a lot of news coverage on her at the time, Nancy. In fact, uh, Chief Borges, Chief Nick Borges with the uh, Seaside Police, told, told me quote it was dismal as far as news coverage. So it really didn't get out there. And that case went cold. No idea what happened to little Annie Fan walking to school and just disappeared. Scott Ray's joining me, KION 46. Tell me about Seaside, California. Big town, small town, rural, industrial, tourist. What is it? It's, it's just two miles north of Monterey, California, about 33,000 people. That was the population as of 2020, just over 33,000 people. Mix of people. These are, these are working class people. These are, these are folks who work in the area. It's not big on tourism like Monterey would be or Pebble Beach, but it's more the people who live here, uh, that, that working class, like I said. Well, I can tell you this, Scott Rates. It's 2.25 miles away from Monterey, and I just happen to be familiar with that area. My sister lives in California with her family, and I covered the Scott Peterson trial and lived in Redwood City for so long. Just recently, coincidental, Scott writes, my daughter, out of the blue, said, what is Carmel-by-the-Sea? I said, sweetheart, that's where your aunt lives, out in that area. And that's where we went during um, COVID because we didn't want to stay in a hotel. We didn't want to fly. took an RV and went to Carmel and Monterey. And Monterey is one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen, Scott. The, the water comes crashing in. There are sea otters. There's all sorts of marine life. There is actually an old um, Franciscan monk outpost that was one of the first um, outposts. It was, I guess, the Spanish monks came and founded it to serve the area. We went there. It's so beautiful. And the the point I'm making to you, Karen Stark, a high-profile psychologist joining us out of New York, 
is that the, the dichotomy of this beautiful, natural, serene setting, and then knowing a five-year-old little girl on her way to kindergarten is snatched off the side of the street, sex assaulted, and murdered. It somehow, in my mind, doesn't fit together, yet yet I know that it happened. Unfortunately, Nancy, it happens a lot in the most idyllic settings and in the worst settings. It has nothing to do with the fact that you have people out there, you know, pedophiles who are searching for young children for sexual purposes. And that appears to have been what happened in this case. And it's reality. That is a reality that we have to contend with. In addition to uh, Scott Rates, news director and anchor KION46, um, and Karen Stark, psychologist joining us out of New York, with me is the founder and director of the Cold Case Research Institute. We met in the trenches fighting crime. Cheryl McComb is with me. Cheryl, I think it's very probative that she was sex assaulted, strangled, then pulled out into the bushes, hidden there. The person took the time to hide her body, which is staging. Uh, and, and we'll have a lot to say about that. And it was also at a now shuttered U.S. Army post, Fort Ord. Correct. And Nancy, you and I both know perpetrators like this go places they know that they're familiar with. They know there's not going to be anybody on an outpost there. They know that they're not marching or exercising there. They're not going to run any kind of, you know, daily trainings there. So this person had knowledge of that base and specifically the area where she was found. What do you make of the fact that she had been pulled in the bushes? Now, think about it, Cheryl McComb, Seaside, which was formerly East Monterey, Mm-hmm. Now, Seaside, very, very small population, about 30,000 people, not far from Monterey, but still, I would call it rural. How does that play into it in your mind, Cheryl McCollum? Well, again, the perpetrator selected this area. He selected where he placed her, where he tried to hide her. This was his doing. So he made every decision from who he snatched. So again, given her age, the distance from her home to her school, this was quick. This was somebody that was out hunting and seized an opportunity when he saw this baby alone. So again, when he attempted to hide her, it was a location I believe he not only was familiar with, but knew he would go unseen and had the time to take to try to hide her. Let me talk to you about this, Cheryl McCollum, and everybody uh, everybody on our panel, feel free to jump in. This is not a tea party at High Grove with the Queen, okay? Um, <laughs> Cheryl, do you remember the case that you and I are still working its cold case of Debbie Randall, a little yes. Georgia girl? She went, um, I would say seven, no, not seven, maybe eight, ten, twelve-ish. She went to the laundromat catty corner to where they lived and mm-hmm. was collecting used soap and playing with the doll. This is what I'm getting at. She was horribly, horribly uh, raped and murdered, this little girl. But my point is where she was found. Remember right. that um, like a rock quarry area mm-hmm. and a rock, uh, gosh, look, I'm a JD. I, I, I'm not a contractor, but where rocks are 
process to use in buildings, and her body was ultimately found in woods by a volunteer near that rock quarry and processing plant. And I've always said the two are connected. Who would know to go to that rock quarry processing plant late Mm -hmm. at night to murder a little girl and dump her body? Somebody, same thing here. The same thing. The same person that would know on that army base, they would be unseen and would have the time to do to this little girl what he wanted to do. They would not hear her scream. They would not see his vehicle. They would not see him pulling her out of the vehicle, assaulting her, and then leaving. So again, Nancy, you and I both know when a child is taken, those first three hours are when they're most likely going to be killed. This is this is a fast, horrific crime, but it's quick. It's not, it doesn't take two days. So again, this person knew he could get in and out unseen. And you're talking about in plain sight. So it's going to reduce your suspect pool. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Is getting gas at Shell burning a hole in your wallet? What if I told you you can easily earn cash back while you fill up? Introducing Drop, the app that turns every fill up into a reward. With Drop, you'll earn points to get free gift cards every time you fill up your tank. Download Drop and use code DROP88 to instantly receive $5 in points to jumpstart your savings journey. Don't miss out on turning your gas expenses into something rewarding. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, I know it's easy and maybe almost natural to blame the parents 
for letting this little girl, five years old, walk to kindergarten. Scott Ray, she was just five years old. It had to be kindergarten, right? Yes, kindergarten. She was walking to kindergarten. Island <sighs> Elementary. Correct. And Scott writes, how far from her home was it to the kindergarten? It, it was under a mile. It was right there. It was right around the corner. And uh, and obviously, Fort Ord was not that far either. And let me just say, Scott writes, our friend joining us from KION, he's been on this case trying to help get it solved for so long. Scott, I was a latchkey kid. My mom and dad left before I even woke up in the morning. And we walked home from school and let ourselves in. If we couldn't find the key, we had to pick the lock and get in the house ourselves or crawl in a window. That happened a couple of times. So, you know, I'm not going to blame the parents, but it's easy to point the finger at parents for letting a five-year-old little girl walk alone to school. It brings uh, to mind a little boy, now famous, Aton Pats. Take a listen to our friends at CBS. Karen Stark joining me from Manhattan, where the Aton Pats case seemingly just took over. Um, Cheryl, wasn't he the first child ever put on a milk box? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Karen Stark, that has been a cloud over New York City forever. And remember, Karen, that was the first day they had practiced and practiced him walking to school in New York City. It would be over my cold, dead body that I'd let the children go anywhere in New York City. But right now with this crime wave, it's insane. But they practiced and practiced for him to walk a couple of blocks. He wanted to be independent to school. They let him do it first day, as I recall. He was kidnapped, sex tortured, and murdered. That's correct, Nancy. And back in those days, it was a long time ago, and I remember like you did that, I could walk to school and come home to school by myself when I was really young, growing up in New York. And it was a different time. People were not aware as they are now. There wasn't the same kind of media coverage. Well, I don't know, Karen Stark. We keep saying it was a different time. It was okay then. This little girl we're talking about, Anne saying fam, that was... A long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And, and bottom line, I don't know that it is different. We took, my brother or sister and I, would take the school bus to school uh, because we were the last pickup before the school. Uh, this, you know, less than two miles to the school. And then we would be the last to get dropped off. So we'd be, would have been on the bus for like an hour and a half before we get home. So we would walk home from school. We did that every day. We always walked in a pack. All the neighbor children went to the same public school. So there was safety in numbers. It's easy to blame the parent. And, and let me tell you something. Daryl Cohen, uh, Daryl Cohen was a felony prosecutor in the same office as I prosecuted. He is now a high-profile civil attorney and defense attorney. Daryl, joining us out of the Atlanta jurisdiction, you have seen my children. There is no way in H-E-L-L, even now, that I would let my daughter go and walk by herself. I pretend to let her, but I carefully follow at a distance and a very, you know, if you knew the maneuverings I go through, trying to make sure Lucy is safe without her knowing, oh, dear Lord, Daryl. But I've got people like Anne in my mind, little five-year-old Anne. 
Nancy, I always have these things in my mind. And as you know, I have three daughters. They're all older now. The youngest is 20. But I Beautiful. And one of them worked for you for a while. And I tell them always, never by yourself, always have your head on a swivel. Now, yes, it's easy to blame these parents from so many years ago. And in some ways, they are culpable because they didn't take care of that child the way they should have. Five-year-old little girl? Oh, I would never. I would let a 15-year-old year old do that but having said that all the time all the time you can't say that this evil human being who did this to this child would not have done it to someone else unfortunately he found a way Mm. to do it to her and you know daryl cohen as i've always had to tell juries you may resent the parents for this and they may be wrong, but they're not the ones that raped and murdered a five-year-old little girl then hid her body in the, in the bushes to rot. That's the truth. Guys, for those of you just joining us, we're talking about, I mean, a gorgeous little girl, five-year-old Anne saying, fam, walks on a rainy California morning in January to kindergarten. And she is never seen alive again. Scott Ray's joining me, K-I-O-N 46. Tell me how her body was found. It, it was found uh, two days later after she was reported missing. And it was found there uh, right near Fort Ord. And, uh, you know, talking to uh, the police chief there in Seaside about it, she was found strangled, murdered, raped, it was just a horrific scene for the investigators at the time. And, uh, and, and it was right there near that Fort Ord base. And that, that base, since it's closed, it closed in 1994. Um, but that's what investigators stumbled upon two days after she was reported missing. Dr. Michelle Dupree joining me, forensic pathologist, former medical examiner and detective. And she is the author of Homicide Investigation Field Guide and, importantly, Investigating Child Abuse Field Guide. Dr. Dupree, thank you, as always, for joining us. How can you look at this child's body and, number one, tell she was strangled? We always examine the body for any type of injuries, and so there may be actual physical marks around the neck. And then, of course, when we do an autopsy examination, we look at the soft tissue, and when there is blood in the soft tissue, that's where it shouldn't be, and that indicates enough pressure or strangulation to have caused the blood to come out of the vessels into that soft tissue around the neck, indicating strangulation. We also often look at something called a hyoid bone, which is a small bone in the neck that oftentimes is fractured or broken when there is a strangulation. Where exactly is the hyoid? The hyoid is right in the middle of your neck. If you look at sort of your Adam's apple, it's very near there. It's a C-shaped bone. Um, it is the only bone in the body that doesn't articulate or butt up against another bone, and it's very fragile. When you say it's very fragile, how would you describe it? If you looked at the hyoid bone, what does it look like, and how delicate is it? It looks like it's a C-shaped, um, sort of a backward C-shape, and it has two, um, we call them horns, or little separate pieces that are attached. It's, it's squeezable. You can actually squeeze it. It's flexible. And so that when it's broken, there was, again, significant pressure to break that bone because it is a flexible bone. How delicate is it? Compare it to something for me. What does it look like? Is it, is it the size of a drinking straw? Is it like dental floss? I mean, how big is it? 
a toothpick? It's a little bit larger than a toothpick, maybe two toothpicks together or so. Um, it's about that width and, again, about the size, a little bit larger than a quarter um, and a child this age. Okay, let me think. Let me think. So, uh, Cheryl, help me out here. It's the size of the thickness of two toothpicks put together. It's in the shape of a C, but you also said backwards. So the two prongs of the C, Dr. Dupree, are they facing your back or your front? Front. Okay, so you've got the two prongs of the C, and you're saying it's right behind, above or below the Adam's apple? Well, it's right at the level about of the Adam's apple. Is it in front of the Adam's apple or is it behind the Adam's apple? No, it's above it a bit. A little bit above it, right above it. So would you be able to feel it if you were touching above your Adam's apple? No, you cannot feel it. Okay. Why is it there? I don't know the answer to that question. But what does it do? It doesn't really do anything that I know of. But I can tell you this. I know one thing it does. It tells me, Cheryl McCollum, if somebody's been strangled. Because if that delicate little hyoid bone is fractured or broken, I know enough uh, pressure was put upon it. And we hear about it a lot. Many people believe the hyoid is down at the base of your neck uh, where a necklace would rest. It's not. It's up higher. And the significance of that, Cheryl, why that's so important to know where it is, is that when you were strangled, that is where the finger marks would be exactly right there. That's about where your thumb's going to hit. So that bone, you know, whereas it may not serve a medical purpose that we know of, it certainly serves a forensic one. And it's one of the best indicators we have of somebody being strangled. Guys, what happened to this little girl? Take a listen to this. Annie Pham of Seaside was just five years old when she disappeared on her way to school more than four decades ago. You cannot find a case that's more traumatic than this. We're talking about a five-year-old girl who was walking to school to go to kindergarten and was kidnapped, sexually assaulted, and smothered to death, and then thrown on the side of the street in the former four-door property as though she was trash. But then, as the years pass... The case goes cold, even with DNA from the perpetrator, DNA from the little girl, the five-year-old girl. And Dr. Dupree, how do you extract the perp, the rapist, the murderer's DNA off the little girl's body? We look at places where it's most likely to be. We can also use something called an alternate light source where um, different bodily fluids reflect at different colors. And we know where to swab. So we'll take a swab of that material Um, and run it for the DNA. Guys, take a listen to our cut one, our friend, Veronica Macias at KION. Well, now to a story that has sat in so many for so many years in the city of Seaside. A family who fled Vietnam arrived to Seaside in the mid-70s, full of hope and new beginnings, only to have their dreams shattered. Police say it's very unusual for a child to be abducted, and then nobody see anything. Forty years later, investigators still have hope that someone can give them that missing piece of information that will help solve this case. Annie Pham was described as a shy and very responsible young girl. She dressed herself and was allowed to walk to school three blocks away to Highland Elementary all alone. On the morning of January 21st, 1982, Seaside police say that Pham waited for the rain to stop before heading out to school. The five-year-old walked out her door here along Sonoma Avenue that day, and it's believed that she was abducted somewhere near this neighborhood market because she never made it to her school just a few blocks up the road here. So something very bad happened between her making a right turn from her house on the way up the hill. 
but then a major break in the case to Scott Rates joining me, K-I-O-N 46. The case was reopened. Why? So the Monterey County uh, District Attorney formed a, a new DNA task force in 2020. And that's when they started to open up some of these cold cases. There's currently over 400 cold cases in Monterey County right now. They started looking at all of them, including the case of Little Annie Pham. And that's when they started to connect the dots. Veronica Macias, there, our, our, our main anchor, did that report, shedding new light on it in January. And then that leads us to where we are now with this major break in the case. So you guys start stirring it up at K-I-O-N. And then take a listen to our cut six, our friend Phil Aldridge. Today, we have justice for this little girl. It's it's an incredible feeling. It's a great day for Seaside. It's a great day for our county. It's a great day for everyone. I mean, this little girl finally has justice. She had no justice for 40 plus years. And, and today she does. Case closed. Good job, guys. Investigate obtained a warrant for Lanou's arrest. That was on Wednesday. He's now in custody in Nevada, pending extradition back to California. He charges one count of first-degree murder with allegations of kidnapping and lewd acts of a child under 14. Now to special guest joining us, Dr. Ed Green, the founder of Astroforensics, professor of biomolecular engineering, University of California, Santa Cruz. You can find him at astroforensics.com. Dr. Green... No offense to the other guests, but saving the best for last, how was the case cracked? Well, uh, we played a, a part in that that I'm uh, happy to discuss, but uh, the bigger role is um, the, the police work that was done and the um, detective Bill Clark, who uh, got us involved, was um, extremely instrumental. Uh, I uh, want to be clear about you know what we did do and what we didn't do and um, we, we did some exciting DNA work that uh, would love to describe to you, but that is a, a small piece of the puzzle, a little cog in a bigger machine, uh, most of which we don't see. We just do this um, this new DNA work, and um, that, uh, as I understand it, was able to generate some leads and um, is, is some good evidence that helps to uh, um, jumpstart the case and ultimately identify a subject that they feel um, pretty good about. And um, so that that's the big story. The um, Our involvement in this began when um, uh, Detective Clark contacted us and said that they had a piece of evidence, forensics evidence, of um, a rootless hair. Um, our uh, technology at Estrella Forensics um, is new technology that can extract DNA from rootless hair, which for a long time was thought to um, not be a good source for uh, DNA for DNA. You mean mitochondrial DNA? Well, that is the conventional wisdom that mm-hmm. one can only get mitochondrial DNA from rootless hair. And it turns out in a bit of a you know giant face palm, I guess, for uh, forensic science that there's plenty of nuclear DNA in rootless hair. It's just that it exists in fragments that are too short for the assay that is commonly done in DNA-based forensics, which is amplification of CODIS markers or SDR markers. In the field of forensics, generally, when someone says they made a DNA fingerprint or a, a DNA profile or a genetic profile, what they mean is they assayed these 16 
specific positions in the genome um, that vary in their length. And then you can compare this to the CODIS database of, um, of this specific genetic profile and ask, is there somebody in this database or not? And if there is, great, you've got your bad guy and the case is over. And if not, you really didn't learn anything other than your bad guy's not in that database. What we are doing now, the, the DNA, the fragments that are in rootless hair shafts, even as they sit on your head right now, they're too short, they're too small to be useful for that assay. They can't be amplified. The regions that that assay is looking for um, requires DNA that's 200 base pairs or so long, 200 stretches of A, C, G, and T. And the fragments that are in rootless hair shafts are about 50 base pairs long. So all the many times that this assay has been tried from DNA extracted from rootless hair, you see nothing. The assay fails, and the general conclusion has been that there's no DNA, no nuclear DNA in rootless hair. And it's simply not true. There is. It's just present in very short fragments. What is an assay? Uh, an assay is just something that uh, you would you would do, a test that you would do. A test. So you might have an assay for strep throat or an assay for, um, you know, cognitive ability or an assay right. for anything, a test that you would do to, to measure something. Um, the, the assay that is normally done in DNA-based forensics is this, STR amplification to get a CODIS profile. So in this case, to you, Cheryl McCollum, they did get a CODIS profile based on uh, the AC, G, and T, and running the test over and over and determined what, Cheryl? Determine who's going to be responsible for this case. So once they get that profile and they run it more than once, it's to show, you know, cousins is to show, you know, close relationships or that specific person. Here's a good example that everybody can relate to. Um, the Golden State Killer, Rapist and Killer, D'Angelo. Somehow, the cops got DNA off one of the bodies, and it's very difficult, like in a case here with five-year-old Anne, her body's been laying out in the rain in the elements for several days, but a great medical examiner like you, Dr. Dupree, managed to get some DNA. Some DNA probably left there like sperm when he raped this little girl. Years later, they used the technology that Dr. Ed Green is telling us about, astroforensics specifically, and as in the Golden State Killer case, you don't get the actual person. You get a family tree. And then you start going down, 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 down. Who related to this family tree lives in the area? Who was there at the time? Long story short, Scott Rates, who was ultimately arrested in the murder of Anne. They ultimately arrested a Reno resident, 70-year-old man, John Lanoue. And um, he had he had been on parole for crimes against children, and uh, right now they're waiting to bring him back to Monterey County to answer for the crime here. Wait, he was already on parole for crimes against children. He was okay. What can you tell me about this guy, Scott? We don't know much about him. We we did talk to a man who said that he was uh, his brother yesterday, and this guy was very remorseful uh, to the family and to the friends and to the community. 
Um, but we don't know much about him other than he's, he's been living in Reno and, you know, he's, he's on parole. All these years he's been hiding in plain sight. Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Is getting gas at Chevron burning a hole in your wallet? What if I told you you can easily earn cash back while you fill up? Introducing Drop, the app that turns every fill up into a reward. With Drop, you'll earn points to get free gift cards every time you fill up your tank. Download Drop and use code DROP77 to instantly receive $5 in points to jumpstart your savings journey. Don't miss out on turning your gas expenses into something rewarding. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, how did it happen? In addition to awesome police work that Dr. Ed Green at Astro Forensics was so kind enough to point out, you know, I really respect that doctor not hogging all the credit and saying, look what all the police did when it's you guys, Astro Forensics, that managed to perform all these highly, highly innovative DNA testing. Uh, Nancy, you, you flatter me. Uh, th- this is, um, you know, a, a very nice to hear, and we're very proud of the technology. But the um, just to, to point out what we do when we get this DNA out and develop a genotype file similar to what you would get from uh, like 23andMe or Ancestry, the we then hand that over to the police and they build out the family trees and they um, do this investigative work to develop suspects and eventually they came with a suspect and compelled a dna sample and we were able to compare that then directly so there were actually two stages the first stage is to 
find the relatives, uh, find the cousins and do the police work and the investigative work. And then once they were able to find someone who mm-hmm. um, they, you know, for uh, with evidence that I can't be privy to, um, uh, compelled a DNA sample, we could then um, do another analysis, another comparison. Now where we're not searching a database trying to find relatives, but we're doing a direct comparison. Comparison. Now you said you compel a suspect. In other words, you get a search warrant. And now under the Constitution, Daryl Cohen, a target, a suspect, cannot be forced to give a statement. All right? Or it's thrown out if they were forced, if they weren't given their rights. But with a search warrant, you can compel a target, a suspect, to give DNA. And it's very simple. You either give a blood sample or you get a, a buccal swab, which is a really long Q-tip. And think of a COVID test, except in your mouth. And you get saliva. That's the DNA right there. So the state can compel, as Dr. Green pointed out, a defendant to submit to a DNA test. And that defendant is giving a statement against him or herself. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Or the person. And that's they should be. I'm blah, 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 nothing. That's exactly what it should be. If they're giving a DNA and it matches, and by the way, what are the odds it's the wrong DNA? Oh, please, Dr. Ed Green, these numbers are like one in 400 billion that you have the wrong person. I mean, it's not going to happen. That's right. Well, um, higher than that. Oh, please tell me and make sure that Daryl Cohen hears this. Well, I recently learned from Darren Cohen that um, DNA stands for does not apply. But um, that uh, aside, the... Um, match probabilities are uh, very easy to calculate in this case, and they're you know numbers that would make astronomers blush. They're um, in the hundreds of trillions, one in hundreds of trillions. But what we're able to do is now uh, compare at hundreds of millions of positions across the genome, uh, because with this new technology, we're not just looking at CODIS markers. We're the numbers were already um, astronomical. Give me an, a figure, like one in how many? Um, over a hundred trillion. Oh, dear Lord in heaven. Okay, Daryl Cohen, good luck arguing DNA deoxyribonucleic acid really stands for does not apply. But I will tell you a funny story. Cheryl McCollum, you may have been in the courtroom when this happened. I can't remember. I was trying one of my, well, my very first DNA case. Because prior to this, I'd have to prove rape and murder without DNA. We didn't have it. Um, Uh So I was all about DNA. And I went to the crime lab and insisted the scientist who gave me a sideways, hairy eyeball look said it wasn't a good idea. Of course, I knew better. I insisted they bring the slides of the DNA and show them to the jury. Cheryl, it looked like a big poster of undeveloped film with a lot of little dots on it. (laughs) I took one look at it. I'm like, thank you. And immediately took it down. And I'm mm-hmm. like, please, jury, do not remember that. Because if you look at it, unless you know what you're looking at, you know, think of an ultrasound or a sonogram. Unless you know what you're looking at, it just looks black. Right. 
It's like a black screen with squiggles. It means nothing. But to the trained eye, it means everything. So when we're talking about DNA, it's highly, highly technical. And you've got to have somebody like Ed Green to break it down in a way that even I or a jury could understand it. Right? You're right, Nancy. But let's break it down even more. Oh, dear. Go ahead. When that comes back to a suspect, you can then place that suspect in that area. You may like an army sergeant stationed at Fort Ord when Ann was murdered. Sort of like that. Sort of something like that. <laughs> you got him in the right age bracket. You've got him in the right race. You've got him in, um, in this case, he's got a background in sexual assault. I mean, convicted child molester. What the hey was he doing in the army? Can somebody answer that? Hiding. Moving. He got a conviction for ch- for child molestation, and he how did he get in the army? A convicted child molester out on parole, stationed at Fort Ord. Wow. I mean, it's like taking out a neon sign. Arrest me, Cheryl. It's horrible, Nancy. But again, they did get him. He did twenty years in prison. The sad thing is, if he had been caught earlier, that second. You know, crime that we know of wouldn't have happened. Take a listen to our friend Veronica Macias at KION 46, our cut four. 40 years ago, a little girl disappeared on her way to school, and she was walking to kindergarten at Highland Elementary School. That was back in 1982 when she vanished. Her body, though, was discovered at Fort Ord, but her killer was never found. Little Annie Pham was described as a shy, sensitive girl. She was so responsible that her mother allowed her to walk to school alone. Her body was found two days after she disappeared in the former Fort Ord area, and in investigators say she had been sexually assaulted and strangled to death. The case was being investigated by Seaside PD and the FBI when it went cold. However, new leads have now surfaced, which led them to reopen this case. Seaside police are announcing a partnership with Monterey County District Attorney's Office, their cold case task force. So if anyone has information that can help, you're asked to contact Seaside Police. It was uh, appeals like that one that led to the ultimate arrest of this POS technical legal term of Robert Lanou, now 70, then 29. Turns out he was a sergeant in the Army stationed at Fort Ord, where is where five-year-old little Ann's body was hidden at the time. Now, in retrospect, that looks like an easy, easy puzzle to solve. But not always true if it had not been for that partnership. You just heard our friends at KION discussing this case would never have been solved. And there's nothing more heartbreaking. Well, there are very few things more heartbreaking, Karen Stark, uh, than a family who has blamed themselves for 40 years for the murder of their five-year-old child, but now have at least an answer. They have an answer, though. They'll never really get over it. Nancy, just the loss of a child to begin with is devastating. Something that you, you, it's, it's always with you. And then you think about the circumstances and the guilt that they have for having allowed her to walk to school, even though they're not to blame. I can't imagine that this is something that they don't live with every day. 
To Scott Race joining us, uh, News Director Ann Anchor at KION46, who played a really big role in helping bring awareness to the mystery of five-year-old Ann's disappearance and murder. What next for this POC? Another technical legal term, Robert Lanoue. Next for him is to, is to come back here to Monterey County and the, the district attorney here to prosecute. And she, you know, I've been talking to her, uh, Janine Pacioni, and she says she's going to prosecute to the full extent, and they're going to lay out all the evidence. So that's that's what's next. It's going to be a process, and it's going to be, you know, it's going to take some time. But that that's the next steps for. Uh, for, for the suspect here, Nancy. You know, many people would argue he's too old for the death penalty, but isn't it also true, conversely, that five-year-old Anne was too young for the death penalty? We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Ever wolfed down a Big Mac and thought, I need some extra cash? Mm -hmm. Then download the Drop app. Get rewarded for dining out and more. Use code DROP22 for $5 in points. Download Drop now. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings.